Guys, I have really, really good news. This episode's not brought to you by nothing. You know, it's, this is not like a, this is not a, there's nobody here supporting this episode. No, no. Turning Square Man gets support. And today, that support for this episode comes from Candlewick Press, publishers of Circle, the final book in that best-selling trilogy by New York Times best-selling duo Mac Barnett and John Klassen. Circle continues the story of three geometric friends, guys just like us, who like to play sneaky tricks on one another. With spare illustrations and minimalist deadpan text, Circle will make your kid laugh and keep you entertained too. For 25% off your order of Circle, visit candlewick.com. That's candlewick.com. Uh, I'm John Lutz, and I, I think I should be this one. Alex Friedman, Triangle Wings. I'm John Armstrong. Infinity Gauntlet has all the shapes, so that's me. I got it. I'm in. I have all the power. Welcome to Turning This Guy So you guys, so we were doing rock, paper, scissors, and you went rock, paper, infinity gauntlet. Correct. I turned it all the way up. Hmm. Guys. This is really important. When you play rock, paper, oh, I'm sorry, because I hear Armstrong sounds important too, but really quick on rock, paper, scissors, no, no. when you play, do you do rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Or is there another beat before scissors and shoot for you? It's do, 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 do. So it's one, two, uh, three, and go. Oh, so yeah, I'm, I'm one, two, three. One, oh, you do two. rock, paper, shoot? Yep. We, well, kids. actually, actually, I, we, yeah, we just, we, we just say one, two, three, but um, in Japan, they do jung kem po. And they go on po. And they go on po. So my kids learned it as rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. And so they shoot on the oh fourth God. beat. That's and I was like, no. Or I guess on the one, two, three, four, on the fifth beat. And I was like, no. It's, mm-hmm. It just came mm-hmm. up as recently as yesterday. We were on a walk and Sierra wanted to go one way and Liam wanted to go the other. I'm like, I'm not picking and siding with one of you. We're going to do a best of one rock, paper, scissors. And remember, <laughs> you do it at daddy's way. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And Sierra like misses it because she goes, says, and she has another thing. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but that's how they learned it. And I've, I've try, been trying to break them their whole lives of that. <laughs> This is important. But Armstrong, you have something it's you were excited about. It's the schools. About. It's the damn schools. Yeah, it's this it's new the public education math. system that is failing our children. Common Core. That's the problem right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all Texas decides everything. And so that's and the problem. Social, also socialism. Mm, also that. <laughs> and vaccinations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a little giddy. Mm-hmm. It's a big tomorrow, day for you. Big day tomorrow. Stuff. Big day for me and John tomorrow. Oh, yeah. God. Is, is it a new movie? It's a new it's movie. The, it's yeah, the so. movie. It's, it's the Alex, yes. This it's is the a movie ten that years all movies. Making. Apparently, it's the movie, and I am taking my children tomorrow because they don't have school, and we have tickets Love. for nine thirty a.m. Marlo is in. I am. I'm I am excited. taking myself because my kids in school. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did that. I was like, if they, you know, if they had school, I'm going. But. um, Tickets were hard, by the way. In Salt Lake City, there's a ton of showtimes. And the closer it gets to evening, the more sold out it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, the 7 o'clock shows are all sold out here. But the, but I also like checked because somebody said that they had added a bunch of shows, showtimes. Their theaters had added a bunch of showtimes. And I checked the local theater. They have a show at 1.30 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> this is I, a I, three-hour-plus movie. Yeah. I saw <laughs> they have a show that... starting at 1.30 a.m. <laughs> and if you want seats... There's only like ones or twosies past the second row. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and the middle of the second row is gone. 
I just I wasn't gonna go, but I checked. I was like, "Are people going to this one?" And I'm like, "Yep, they sure are. They sure are." Yeah, no, no, they're 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 twenty four seven. They're like, "We are gonna take full advantage of this thing. It's three hours." You yeah. know, this is right it. now. This is the portion of the show that's like episodes that I'm not on. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I'm gonna get a bottle yeah. of water. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna take a take a sip and I'm gonna swish it in my mouth and spit it back spit into it the back bottle. out. Yes, because three hours. I should, maybe I should bring a bucket. I should bring a bucket. And a bottle of water. Here's what you do. You, you <laughs> because buy if I have the, the bucket, then I don't have a problem, do I? Mm-mm. You could do everything in that bucket. Everything yeah. you need right there. <laughs> it's the infinity bucket. Mm-hmm. What I'm excited about <laughs> for tomorrow. Show title right there. <laughs> uh, Anya and I have made it through, I believe, 21 episodes from the first season of The West Wing. And so tomorrow I expect we'll be able to watch the season finale of season one. So I'm, I have that to watch tomorrow. <laughs> nice. And I had Almost my sister important. and her family staying with us. And uh, <clears throat> so the theater was basically off limits. And now it's back. So I'm hopeful tomorrow we'll be able to watch the West Wing season finale in the, in the basement. So that's, that's nice. Cool. That's good. That is good. So uh, just yeah. uh, because this is a parenting podcast, I just wanted to bring up that um, Marlo uh, was eight when infinity war came out. She's nine now soon to be 10. And we decided that because of the popularity of the movie that, and and Lita really wanted to see it soon that Marlo was going to have to come with us. I didn't want to have to get a sitter and I didn't, I wanted her to see it so that we could yeah. have conversations. She's old enough, but we watched infinity war. We spread the viewing out over a few nights. So just a little, little snippets of it and she handled it fine, but boy, she was mad at the end. She was like, I hate that movie. I hate it. That's awful. So well, she only has to live with it for like a day, right? That's kind of what I was, I said, I'm like, listen, that's probably, that's probably best. Yep. So we're going to get mm-hmm. the catharsis and the flip yep. turnaround, whatever. And that's I'm sure nice. it's still going to be that's bad nice. though. I'm, I'm not, there's going to be sad stuff in this movie. Yeah, probably. I, I would imagine at the end, I've heard it's funny too, though. I mean, that it's much, well, you know, it's a little bit more lighthearted. <laughs> it was, it was really funny when we were watching infinity War. Marlo was like, guardians are in this black Panther is in this. So everybody's in this movie. As, as all of the characters started to show up that she likes a lot, she would get more amped and more into the movie. It was good. It was good. She resisted going. Yeah. She resisted it because it was, you know, it's a heavy movie and she was worried yeah. about it. Nobody at this house is as into these as I am. Um, but uh, Hank has said that he might go. So we'll see. Uh, and I was I was talking about like some of the you know plot points leading up to this movie to Karen and she was like, Have I seen that movie? <laughs> mm-hmm. right. like, Do yes, I remember? Yes, you saw you saw you saw Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> Lex clearly left I, the mark. So. Lex is the anti Marvel right now. Is he still on the show right now? Listen, I'm here. He was waiting, uh, he was waiting for us to be done. <laughs> I, I, I try to get the West Wing as a topic that didn't pan out. Um, parenting is good. <laughs> I have kids. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. can I tell you a story about kids? Please. Um, so my sister was staying with uh, her two kids, and I'm not going to name names so that I won't reveal my sister's anonymity, other than she's my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only have two, but so she has two kids um, who are four and three, <laughs> and the three-year-old basically has Gilbert Godfrey's voice, and uh, it just oh my goes. God. Uncle Lex, 
Uncle Lex, where's my mom? And, <laughs> hey, sweetie. Um, I think she's in the basement. No, I was in the basement and I didn't see her there. Well, she's super in the basement. I'm going to look around. And so my when they were visiting, my sister and her <laughs> husband tried to keep the kids on Pacific time. And that was interesting. But so the, the little girls were going to bed after my kids because they were going to bed around 10, 1030, trying to stay on Pacific time, which was comical. But so if she's coming up to look for her mom when they are like in the basement, and my kids are on the second floor, but she, the, I'm trying not to use her name because I don't know what my sister wants. But so the, the, the little girl will be like, where's Anya? And I'm like, Anya, what is <laughs> that time? That voice reminded me of um, Adam Sandler's sketch voices on mm-hmm. one of his albums. Uh, yes. But uh, it just it just cracked me up how much voice would come. And so I asked my sister, uh, why is the why is the three year old? why do you think she talks like that? And she's like, oh, I think it's to be heard over the four year old, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. a, a great explanation. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, yep. A no. really interesting conversation that I had with Liam while they were here, not about their voices, but so the, <laughs> my brother-in-law, um, the Liam's uncle, I guess, uh, let's see that Liam liked to <laughs> play chess. Yeah. Um, so Liam learned to play chess from Anya. Anya learned to play chess from a fiction book where characters play chess and she figured out the rules just from reading the fiction book, which just blew my mind. Wow. Uh, I am not good at chess. I know the rules of chess. I, I'm a checkers player, not a chess player, right? Like I don't, I mean, I don't play checkers either, but like I am the thing I don't like about chess is why people talk about how they're playing chess, not checkers. I don't want to think 12 moves ahead. I want to think one move ahead tops and like chess, not my thing, but Liam wanted to play. I've been playing with him. I've been giving him what little coaching I could, but like I literally have to Google half the time. What's the rule on castling again? Like I'm not a chess expert. Mm. And uh, I guess I'll say his name. My brother-in-law was like a, um, yeah, I'm gonna call him. Uh, but so he he had a chess coach when he was in I don't know junior high school, high school something. Like it was really good, and he was watching me and Liam, and he's like offering Liam some coaching while we're playing. And I'm learning from Steve saying these things, like just thinking about stuff in a way that I hadn't thought about before. Just right. you know, one or two games of his watching and observing Liam. And then uh, there was a time when. He's like, Liam, I'm, can I coach you on every turn this time? And Liam's like, okay. And it's night. And it, Liam's going to go to bed after he finishes chess. And he's like, can we play one more game of chess? And often our games of chess can take eight minutes because mm-hmm. Liam's not great, right? Mm-hmm. And he's still figuring things out. And he's got strategies. But, like, that boy just loves to use his queen. And he puts his queen out there. And if I can take that queen, then he's basically doomed. Yeah. And that's, that's basically how it goes. But so Steve's coaching him. So I'm really playing Steve via Liam's hands, right? Sure. And Steve is very good, and I'm not. And when he has Liam in a very dominating position where like I'm basically drawing dead, he's like, okay, I'm not going to help you anymore. And then Liam makes a fatal mistake where now it's, we're basically tied. Um, And so Steve's like, I'm going to start coaching you again. And it's late and Liam's getting tired and he really just kind of wants the game to be over. I can see Mm -hmm. on his face, but I'm letting this all play out. So when it's all done, uh, just tell my brother-in-law Steve not to listen to this episode, if that is his real name. But so when it's all done, <laughs> and I actually ended up winning, not because of skill of mine, but because of Liam being eight, um, I'm putting <laughs> Liam to bed, and I'm like, so what do you think of that with Steve coaching? He's like, he's like, well, Steve's really good at chess. I'm like, yes. And he's like, and I swear to you, and I, this is not verbatim, but he did use the, the J word that I'm going to use in the sentence. I don't want to spoil it until I get there. But he's like, but sometimes it's like, Steve. Strategy, 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 jargon, jargon, jargon. Can't I just play chess? And I thought it was the funniest, like, eight-year-old. It was like he was totally right. I knew exactly what he meant. And he's, like, rolling his eyes, as he said, and he's got exasperation. But he really beautifully encapsulated to me, like, strategy, 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 jargon, 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 which is basically my tagline for any annoying conversation from now on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it killed me. I just loved it. 
That's so nice. he used the word strategy, 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 jargon, jargon. That's really he did. Funny. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. That is brilliant. I liked it. That is awesome. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's so great. I I played a kid in chess. It was a, a friend's son, and he I, I can't remember if I shared this story. It was a few years ago, and he is he was I don't know if he's like Bobby Fisher level, but he's good. I mean, he saw the end of the game like. 50 moves, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> when you walked I, up to I the board. I did not hold back either because I knew he was good. So I was going full bore, like, and I'm not a good player. And he, we ended in a stalemate and I'd never seen a stalemate before. I never mm. knew where the word stalemate came from or. <clears throat> oh, that, stalemate. That was the thing in, I get it. Yeah. Right. Check. Yeah, checkmate. Yeah, I didn't even know that either. Stalemate where yeah. you both have kings basically. And you're, it's a stalemate. So someone has to lay down their king. And he did. He's like, and he, it happened so fast. I'm like, whoa, buddy, come back. You got to come back. To well, you can call it. You can both agree to a stalemate. Too, yes, though. you can. You don't you have can. nobody. Nobody has to die. <laughs> but, but, but he was just such a, like, you know, he was like, whatever, eight, you know, like, he, yeah, he, he, he wasn't uh, like a teenager or whatever. So he's, he was like, I'm done out by, see ya. Like he had already <laughs> planned the, the end of the moves, the game and what he was going to do after he was had to, you know, like he had planned 20,000 minutes ahead in his life. And so I'm like, you have to go back and explain to me what happened. And so he came back and I said, look, I just need you to teach me some stuff. Cause I'm not that good. And no one had ever said that to him apparently. And that was a big, I got a big thumbs up from his uh, mom, but stalemate's a thing. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was impressive. No, that was no, that was my jargon, 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 strategy, strategy, yeah. strategy. <laughs> Except for, I, I as, I, as I have mentioned before, Hank's grandfather, Karen's father, uh, was a chess master um, who beat Bobby Fisher in 1964, I think. That's, oh my insane. God, was Bobby Fisher okay? Yes. <laughs> he survived. <laughs> but he learned something. <laughs> As we all did that day. <laughs> I like to think that he learned something. Um, and what and was that? <laughs> he's, um, he's noted in, in, a, in a book, and you can look him up online um, and see the game, actually, because all these, you know, all these games are kept mm -hmm. or recorded online. Um, yeah, there's no chess nerds Stuff out there that's too. been in books, you know, for years is now has now been put online um and um he so hank learned to play from him and he was pretty merciless in, in his teaching mm -hmm. method which mm -hmm. is good i mean hank learned to play well and he um but he you know he was never he never like played easy on him he constantly just destroyed him just like, <laughs> over yeah. and over and over again and eventually he i mean he finally got to the point where like i think in the last few years hank has beaten him a few times so wow He's got, awesome. he's, you know, I think he's, you know, I think Karen's father has gotten a little worse over the years, obviously, because he doesn't play, you know, he doesn't play in like tournaments anymore or anything like that. Well, mm -hmm. actually, I mean, he's in the chess club here, so he, they did have a tournament there, um, but he doesn't play nearly as much as he used to. Um, he still plays online with people and uh, it's just, I think it's, it's harder to keep up with. And so, <laughs> so Hank, awesome. Hank, Hank learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> hard hard but he turned, he turned out yeah he turned out pretty good i mean he and i still have i mean i'm like it, when he pays attention and is disciplined about the game he can beat me i mean i would think he could beat me yeah. every time frankly yeah um yeah. but he often gets i think he's too used to playing the computer uh 
And he often gets a little cocky and doesn't mind losing a bishop or something like that. And then I'm like, okay, I just took your bishop. I just took your knight. Okay. And Mm -hmm. he gets himself in trouble that way. I will say that uh, I think that um, this is not really chess related specifically, but computerized board games make me much worse at the non-computerized versions of all those games. Like computerized uh, 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 Scrabble. It's so convenient because you can mess yeah. your letters all around, put them on the board before you submit. And like, that's not how you play real Scrabble. No. I'm much better at Scrabble yeah. on an, any device than I am on a Scrabble board. Yeah. Well, I, I used to be, yeah, I, like risk. I, I used to play, I used to play the risk game on like the, my Mac SE and oh my God. I got to the point where I could just, I could win every single time because I knew what the computer was going to do. You know what? I had a and, roommate that had that. He had an SE 30 and we played it. On yeah. That. Yeah, damn. Uh, Liam is desperate to play a game of chess where we start with the pieces in random order. And I showed him a game oh. on iOS called Really Bad Chess by the guy who makes um, Pocket Run Pool. I could and... not figure that game out, really. I mean, I. <laughs> oh, same. I'm ter- That's how I know I'm really bad. Well, one, Steve coaching us showed me I was bad at chess, but two, that game shows me really bad at chess. But Liam would once do it. And I was like, the first time you beat me without anybody else's help, we'll play that game. I don't know why I made that rule, but I did. And I don't want to cave yeah. now because I feel like it's a good thing for him to work for. Sure. And he has not yet beaten me. Uh, he did beat me fair and square in Stratego one time. And so my rule was that, again, we could do random board layouts where you just take the pieces out of the box and put them on the board. And that'll be your Stratego <laughs> setup. It's like the flags <laughs> in the first row. Like, it's just dumb. But um, he won that one, too. But, but he is so excited for one day when we're going to play a random chess board layout. It's going to be red. <laughs> That's interesting. Random mode. Random mode. Yeah. yeah. So, so Karen's dad... Uh, oh, I just had his name on my screen and now I lost it. But I found I found the chess yeah. match. I was reading yeah. all about it. Robert James. Wrong. <laughs> Louis A. Hux. Yeah, correct. Robert James is Bobby Fisher. Uh, Louis A. Hux. <laughs> yep. You can watch every move of the game. How cool right. is that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it was, you know, he said he... <laughs> He, he so you know fisher was playing like 20 people or something. sure I don't know. Like, fisher was going around and playing a whole bunch of people and um and i guess he just got he, he, karen's dad says he thinks he just got ahead of himself or something and um and so it was like not far into the game he comes around and just knocks the king over was like looks at the board he's like nope oh <laughs> and, it's literally and, a, 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 a he didn't wait until he was checkmated he he forfeited I believe that's the case. Yeah, I mean, it he, looks that way because the, oh yeah, yeah, he knew that yeah. he had been you know that he had been beaten, so he gave up. Um, and uh, and he, her dad had to like chase him down and get him to sign his card. <laughs> mm. Still walking around playing everybody else. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> hilarious. It's like that movie Her, right? Where where he thinks that they're having like a one on one relationship, and she's like, "Well, I'm actually I'm actually having this relationship <laughs> with hundreds of other people." <laughs> Actually, I I read this thing about uh, a way that you could compete impressively with chess masters where you go second in the first game and go first in the other games and you just make the move that the previous person made on each successive board. So you play five (laughs) of ones. You keep trying to do it that way. (laughs) That's a good idea. When I was. I I have one opening, though. I think I have like, oh, I have two. I guess I have two openings that I know. And that's that's it. And I use those two over and over again. I know and the uh, move your pawns Hank, forward opening. <laughs> Hank is yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah, basically that one. Hank has several that he knows that. Um, and like, and if and if I don't pay attention to him, uh, he he can beat me in like three moves. Like I have to watch wow. 
very carefully at the very beginning. Like I can't, and I, I think I got into the point where I was just like, okay, we're doing our openings. Nobody's going to try, you know, nobody's going to be trying to win for a while now. And he would just like zoom in and I'd be cornered. And I was like, what the heck just happened? What? <laughs> I, I, when I was a kid, my, my sister dated a guy who, you know, I think I was maybe his first interaction with a child. Um, but we played chess and I copied his moves exactly. And what he did, and I think he knew he was going to get me like the second I moved my pawn the way he did. Mm -hmm. He slid both bishops out and checkmated me within like, it was what, two moves, three moves. Cause you, when <laughs> yeah. you open your pawns like that, your bishops can go. Like if you do yeah, the, the right angle, pawn, there's an angle to get in. Yeah. Right. And if the other person does the same thing, you, you're mated. That's it. Cause one bishop's yeah. on one color and one bishop's on the other and bam, done check and mate it's a funny game <laughs> yeah yeah you know who else is checkmating tonight yeah the avengers <laughs> checkmating. i made the mistake of going to imdb to check the movie that i was trying to reference which is her the 2013 movie where yeah. a man falls yeah. in love with and you saw it you saw it yeah. you saw it again and i saw the stuff and it was like i got mm -hmm. all amped and the shiny the shiny object mm -hmm. yeah i'm clicking away i know how it is Clicking away. You know how it is. Uh, okay, so Marlo is hilarious, and she is so well spoken. Like I'm doing her, I'm helping her with her homework, and I'm not really helping. I'm just kind of sitting there with her while she does it. And she's writing these, like they have these like um, sentences that you have to rewrite, or you have to like write them in a way that makes better sense or better word choice. And she's using all these crazy words, and it. Like it's, I know this is what kids do and it's school and whatever, but I just had a moment of like, I remember when I couldn't get her to read cause she, she was like, she didn't, she just didn't have confidence and she was so frustrated by reading. And it was so awesome to see her like using unfortunately and, you know, uh, deflate, you know, like all these words that are, I, I, I don't think I knew until, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, she's good. She's good. Good kid. Good kid. Good kid. Good kid. Yeah. 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 It's funny when your kid busts out some word and you're like, where did you get that word? What? <laughs> yeah. It's the bigger words too. That, that's the, those are the ones right. that really get you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I don't know though. <laughs> I, uh, there was something else I was going to talk about and I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh, I know what it is. Does your, do your schools have a dress code? Like, mm. like girls can't wear leggings or, well, no one can wear leggings, male or female <laughs> as pants. They have to wear something over them. Uh, do you guys have a To answer your first question. Yes. This, the school has a dress code, although Hank is now, so they have a points system and he's in ninth grade. And once you get through ninth grade, you get what they call high school dress, which is more relaxed. Uh, and, but you also get like points for, you know, being on time and doing the things that they, you know, being good and, you know, all the, you know, doing your homework and everything. And so he has accumulated enough points through ninth grade that he can already do the high school dress. So, wow. Which, which happened like last month, I think. Um, so that was, that was a big, that was a big plus for him. Cause he, I think he just doesn't, he doesn't like being told what to wear. It's not yeah. really, 
Because yeah. <laughs> he's not really, frankly, dressing all that differently. The only thing that he's doing differently is that he is he can wear shirts that don't have a collar um, now. And I mean, and he can do other things, but he doesn't care about the other things. That's the only thing that he's doing differently. He's wearing plain T-shirts instead of plain polo shirts. So nice. Huh. But he's happier. So that's good. <laughs> that's that's. It's interesting that they do that. Like, that's an interesting kind of delineation or like, okay, if you're done with the uniform, great. But you, yeah. you're, you know, like you're still not fully, you're one level. You're getting, yeah. You're, there's still, there's still like a, there's still like a, there are still rules, obviously. Um, but they're much more relaxed now. And I think he can even wear t-shirts with like designs on them. Um, he just, he doesn't because we have all these plain t-shirts that we bought him. And I think they just, the rule is that you just, you can't wear certain obnoxious kinds of t-shirts. So like, um, <laughs> fuck Mike Montero. That's not going to happen. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> or, or us out of California. You could probably wear to heck with Mike Montero. Um, mm, that would be fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I miss those t-shirts. <laughs> I miss those mule shirts. We need those now. It's time. I still have the I still have the uh, Welcome Squid Overlords shirt. I never yeah. I never got a I never got a Fuck Mike Montero shirt. Um, I did take a picture of Grant with a sign um, that said Fuck Mike Montero. But there you go, there you yeah. go. I I still somewhere have my Jackson Four shirt. So <laughs> only one of us has ever <laughs> ever only one of us on this podcast has ever been fired by Mike Montero. So I just like to put that out there. So literally, you could have a Fuck Mike Montero <laughs> and have a grievance. <laughs> But I have no grievance. No we, grievance. We long of course not. The hatchet. No, of course. Of course. Everything's great in our world, <laughs> in this timeline. <laughs> well, I think we're going to learn something tomorrow, everybody, about the timelines. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> and the timeline is. Do we want to talk the... about summer? Do we want to? We have uh, summer's coming up, you know. It is. It is. Oh, Actually. Geez. I, didn't yeah. I hate to bring it. I hate to bring it up, but summer is coming up. Yep, yep, yep. Marla's going to go to uh, three weeks of sleepover camp. She's doing it. She wants wow. it. She's... Yep. Yeah, I can't believe it. Can't. I never did. It. <laughs> uh, it it's going to be weird because we're going to have uh, Liz's oldest. It'll just be her, and we'd had that for one week last year. It was really, it was really strange. Um, to just have one kid and one kid who's like an older kid who doesn't need the constant, you know, like younger kid stuff. Um, that was a trip. And I don't think we're ever without a kid this summer, which is also, we had that for a brief time. So, uh, I can't remember when that was anyway, but um, that's, that's a, it's a weird thing to not have kids in the house and you're at your house and it's going to be a couple of days without the kids. That's a trip. That is mm -hmm. super weird. Cause it's sort of like, we can do anything we want. <laughs> what is, the, well, I didn't even know what that's like. What happened? Like, what is that mm -hmm. like now? I mean, do people still dance? Lex? Uh, uh, what was the question? <laughs> do people still dance? Like when, when you, when you have time, you know, either, either alone. Is that a euphemism? No, no. <laughs> okay. I was generally, I was like just trying to make a joke. Just wondering. I but, okay. but I guess in this dark timeline, I was also trying to, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a different joke. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, 
watch inappropriate TV shows. Yes. It'll probably be high on the mm-hmm. list of things to do. Right. Stuff that stuff that he would, you know, like be interested in watching over your shoulder if you if you know it right. happened to be on. So so like <clears throat> like Game of Thrones season eight episode one. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that kind. Of, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lex, are you watching that show anymore? No, I never watched Game of Thrones. Actually, this just not for me. Um, oh my god. Okay, I'm not that's a fantasy fine. guy. No, it's fine. It's the big thing. I thought you um, were in my head. I thought you were. Sorry, sorry. I no. You were. Um, <laughs> summer though. Uh, my kids will be at summer camp for three weeks, which is going to be crazy. All three of them. Um. At and the same time, a, a trip. Yeah, they're all going to the same camp together. Wow! And then we're doing a trip to Alaska right before camp, oh, nice. and we'll come back from Alaska just like we have one day before they go to camp. So we're going to be all packed for camp before we get home from Alaska. That's the plan. Wow! Uh, are you? Is it a cruise? It is. It it leaves from Vancouver, which is in Canada. By mm-hmm. my calculations, that's another con- country. And then, uh, Correct. We're going to spend a week uh, sailing through Alaska. We're gonna we're gonna go to a glacier. Because I figured nice. they should see those before they're all gone. Before they're gone, yeah. Sure, yeah, good, yeah, good yeah. call. Good call. They good should be there time. by this. Still, be there. Some of them should be there this summer. But that's good dadding yeah. right there. Good mm-hmm. dadding. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Um, nice. That's that's good. Karen and I cruised Alaska uh, for my fortieth years and years ago. This will be for my thirtieth uh, and a halfth. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so you're oh almost on. You're almost on time. You're, you're a little here. I I went when I was five, and it's you're a little actually, early by the mold scale. But okay, it's the first vacation I remember. I remember we took a helicopter <laughs> ride to the top of a glacier, and I that's the my first big vacation memory as a five year old is is taking a helicopter ride, which felt like you were going to fall out the entire time and going to the top of a glacier. So I was like, I'm going to do that for my kids now. <laughs> Scare the hell out of them! Yay! That's the plan. I liked it. That's also good parenting, right there. Yeah. Scare your kids wherever possible. Perfect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, they got to toughen up, right? You got to get them ready. Yeah. Yeah. Hank is not doing summer school this year, um, (sighs) but he is going to do the camps, uh, the school camps. Nice. Which is so that's, he's doing the fun part instead of the hard part. Do they have good (laughs) ones? Last year he said he wanted to do summer school. Like we didn't, we weren't, you know, like he was Mm -hmm. doing fine academically. And he said he wanted to do summer school. So we're like, okay. Okay. (laughs) And then, you know, like, I think a few weeks in, he was like, oh, I didn't do summer school. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and so this year, he's like, I do not want to do summer school. <laughs> We're like, well, you want to do the camps, right? Yes, I want to do the camps. <laughs> so some lessons are hard. Yeah. And then we're, uh, we're going to some dude's wedding. Sweet. In, uh, in Massachusetts. Yeah. Are that, all three of you going to the wedding? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. So. That's great. I'm that's the plan. I'm, I'm not invited. We'll see our family. We'll see our family at the same time. <laughs> Next yeah, time. See, maybe by then I can be on a podcast with him, and and I'll get an invite. I think the better <laughs> bet is he starts having kids and then joins this one. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> can you imagine four people on this show? That might be. I could barely imagine three Lex people is trying on the show. Out. <laughs> Lex, I Lex can barely imagine this. Just <laughs> the way I'm hearing this. <laughs> He's he's constantly encouraging Dan to have kids. <laughs> Listen, I, I need to look. I need all to they want to do is talk about movies, anyway. So, <laughs> I was I was telling Lauren that um, Dan Morin, whom we're talking about, and his fiance Kat had asked if I would do magic at their wedding for kids in attendance, and I specifically did not say yes. But I was mentioning this to Lauren, and she's like, 
you can't you can't do that because I won't know anybody. I'm like, you know, John Moltz. You've listened you've listened to hundreds of episodes of podcasts I did with Moltz, and she's like, right. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll spend time with Moltz. I've listened to all those. That episodes. sounds like mm-hmm. something I'd like to do. <laughs> yeah, well, that reminds me a lot of Mr. Gruber's comment to you on the, you when you guessed it on uh, the talk show, John. At the towards the end. When he said he listens to all the shows that you're on. Yeah. <laughs> when he lied funny. to me. <laughs> right. Right. Very funny. What was the end of that comment? <laughs> we, were, he was, we were signing off. And he's like, John Waltz, thanks for coming. You know, your shows are. And he's like, I listen, I listen to all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks. It was a good moment. Good moment. Mm-hmm. Catch that episode, everybody. Yeah. Waltz at his finest. Um, yeah, I... Listen to all my podcasts, really. I mean, that's on right, you. right. Lex, do you make sure that you say? Here. Did you say that you? Do you don't do tricks? You do illusions. Yes, <laughs> tricks illusions. are for hookers. Tricks are for whores, Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> that show, man. That's a good show, right there. Hank watched a little bit. Hank got into um, a number of episodes of the Penn and Teller show. Uh, the bullshit one or bullshit. I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, I think that's right. Penn and Teller bullshit is great, although it just has way too much nudity for me to let my kids watch it yet. Um, oh, there's nudity in it. I see. I, he was why he and Karen were watching it like on his computer or something like that, and I didn't see any of it. Bullshit is their old no. Showtime series, and they felt like since we're on Showtime, we should show naked people from time to time. They have a show on the CW that I just love called Fool Us, which is. Uh, oh, I think it might have been that one. I think yeah. it might have been that one. That's just a show where you do watch magic and they have yes. other performers going to do yeah, magic Yeah, so tricks. somebody does a magic yeah. trick and they no try to figure out. No need to do that one. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the thing that I don't... I, I love that show and I love Penn and Teller. Like, Penn, I think, is a, a probably one of my heroes. Um, but uh, in that show, there is never more than one fooler per episode. <laughs> and it's not faked. And I don't understand what's happening, that it's worked out that every time they are fooled by just one fooler. And I don't... I don't... I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't know if they're editing it unusually or what. Lex, come on. You're in media. Come on. (laughs) Are you shitting me? Of course they're editing it. I know they're editing it, but like, are they? They tested the shit out of it and people only want to see one, one per episode. And they want to, they're not not, not lying when they've been fooled. They, so I, I just, sure what they're I think, fooled. I'm not saying they're not fooled. I'm saying that they've picked the one for that episode. They've mapped out the arc yes, of the yes. season, and they're going, okay, this is the person on this one. This is the person on this one. They but so what I want to know is, are they mixing and matching? Yes, sets? they're mixing and matching, guaranteed. As long as that's the fact, then I'm okay with that. That's what I think must be happening. That's my. I've never seen the show, but I'll guarantee <sighs> you that's what they're doing. It's a great show. If your kids like magic at all, and honestly, what kid doesn't like magic? Man, it's a great yeah. show. I love okay. that show. I'm going to be checking that out. Is that available on uh, Apple TV? That I don't know. Okay. But it's on the CW. In, in um, some way. In some I'm way sure it is, it's on yeah. the CW app. <laughs> right. But Penn and Taylor Fool Us is just really, it's good and it's funny. And what the, what I love about it in part is that when Penn and Teller are just watching the tricks like everybody else and then afterwards like, uh, well, here, here, here's how I think you did it. And that's my pen impression. And so when he does that, <laughs> he tries to talk in some kind of code enough that if you want to learn how the trick is done yourself, you could Google it. Um, but if you're just listening casually and you're not willing to put in the work that he's not revealing the secret to everybody. Um, mm. And I think it's done very cleverly and I enjoy it very much. The, so, so the, the magician's union is not going to throw them out, right? Like, I think what, they do not care about the magician's union, okay. which is not a thing that exists, but no, uh, no they're not going to no. get thrown out. 
That's a reference. It's just a reference. I'm just referencing a show. Guess what, Lex? I just wanted to bring this up. Arrested Development was directed by the Russo brothers at times. There are episodes that they, and they, you know who those guys are? They directed Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. So a little movie called Avengers Mm -hmm. Endgame. Have you heard of it? It's a small movie. It's not playing podcast. It's independent. This podcast is brought to you by Mm -hmm. Avengers. The first season of Arrested Development came out and I I wanted to watch it because I loved the ads for it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I lived in LA at the time and five, six episodes in, uh, I go to the movies near my house in Culver City, California mm-hmm. at the Howard Hughes Center. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, there's uh, George Michael, not the singer, but the character George Michael played by a very young Michael Sarah. Yes. And I went up to him and nobody had an idea who he was. It was before, obviously he was huge and nobody was watching Rest of Development. And I go to him like, hey, I just want to tell you you're doing a great... He's there with his family. Like, his parents are there. And I'm like, hey, That's so awesome. great job on that show. And I really enjoyed it. He's like, well, th- 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 thanks, man. Like, just full on Michael Sarah character. <laughs> that's so great. Oh, God, that's awesome. And uh, that's, that's my one interaction with him. It just cracked me oh, up. Oh, good. Karen touched pen. <laughs> oh, I have, I have touched pen many times. <laughs> whoa, whoa. She, well, so, so we went to their show in Seattle years and years ago, and they come out, and during their intermission, they came out to the lobby. And I believe when they came out, um, Teller was, like, covered in, like, fake blood. <laughs> I remember correctly. <laughs> he was covered in something, because they had him on, like, sheets. Like, he was standing on sheets. Oh, is it, the, is been, it from when they did the, like, puncture the, the rose thing or whatever? That's that trick they used to do where he would draw with blood or whatever? Maybe. Could be. I don't remember. It was so no, long he would ago. Not be covered but, in blood from that one, but so, so, no. so Penn's, Penn's standing there and people coming up to talk to him and, and um, shaking his hand and stuff like that. And Karen's like, I don't want to talk to him. I just want to touch him. <laughs> I remember this story. Yeah, yeah. So she just watches up. She touches him on the arm and then she walks away <laughs> as he's talking to somebody else. And so later, I did the same thing with um, Apple Senior Vice President of Retail, Ron Johnson. <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> That's the Moltz move. That's right. You know who else Don't go that? talk Ron to a famous Johnson. person. They'll only let you down. <sighs> so I, I've seen Penn and Teller live many times, which I, I just saw them two, three weeks ago in Vegas. And I said, they, they go, I didn't know they ever did that during intermission, but they always go out at the end of the show. Every yes. show they've ever done, yeah. they go out at the end of the show to say hi. And uh, I was sitting next to a coworker who's like, Lex, as soon as the show ends, I need to go to the men's room. So like, we're going to bust out. So as soon as the show ends, I bust out and I'm just like, hey, I'm already out and let him out. So I'm just going to head towards the exit. And when I do, like I literally get stopped by security guard because Penn is rushing to his perch point for the post-show high fives Ah. and handshakes. So then he gets set up and I'm right there. And like I have bolted out of the theater. Like they're still applauding when I let Roddy out so he can go pee. And so I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go up to Penn. I just go to Penn. Penn, I think by my count, this is my 16th time seeing you live. And he goes, 16. And I said, yes. He's like, you do a good impression of me on your podcast. I was like, thanks, Penn. And uh, <laughs> took a selfie and moved on my day. Yeah. Notice, He's also notice a time band. traveler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play that back, though. That 16 mm-hmm. was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, that was good. That was a good impersonation. That was very good. I have to say. I have to say. I also it. do a decent teller. Your Gilbert Godfrey needs work. <laughs>